Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. And, and almost a happy new year. And a little bit of everything else in between. How you doing today? Mira, we slow here like we are slow, though we really, really young. And today we got a special, special holiday edition of the podcast. We got Santa Miro in the house. And we're going to be talking about a subject, a topic that a lot of you probably cringe when you hear. And that's gift buying, gifting during the holidays, especially to do with business. That's where uh, lines start to get a little murky, you know, holiday bonuses, gift giving to your bosses, to your coworkers. What do you do? Well, look no more, look no more. We got Miro here in the house with the Boss to Boss podcast here on the Rants and Recaps. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. I uh, really, really appreciate all of you. Love you all. Thank you. Well, I'm going to break it, break it down for you. I got, I got 10, 10 little points about gift giving, especially when it comes to business and, uh, and just, just other people, just you know, family in general. But here are some topics and things to make you think about when you're approaching gift giving this season and for all future obligations going forward. Uh, things that I kind of came across and, and myself, um, you know, it really made me think. And, uh, but yeah, any, without further ado, is giving your boss a gift a requirement? That's point number one. How do you feel about that? I mean, I guess nowadays, since I don't have a boss anymore, it's kind of, I can't answer that one. I'm not going to lie. I did not get any gifts from like my coworkers, you know, none of my employees, anything like that. I mean, yes, my business partner got me a gift. I don't know if that really counts. It's kind of different. It's more like we always did that even before we worked together. But, uh, but yeah, nobody gave me a gift. I guess that was expected. I don't really typically expect to get gifts. I believe I gave one of my former bosses a gift before for the holidays. Um, I don't know. I always looked at it as like, you know, any little thing that you show any effort counts. So I don't know. Take that, take that as your two cents. I, I think a small little sign, even like a thank you card or something, especially if your boss gives you a bonus or some kind of holiday thing like that. I think it just goes a long way because most people don't do it as I can, you know, totally relate to. I didn't get anything nor did I expect it though. So it's all good. And now kind of the second part of that question, how about your employees? So my point number two, um, do you have to get anything for your employees, for your colleagues? Um, that's, you know, that's, that's definitely, uh, another way, uh, specifically, I guess, bonuses. Um, I had, I mean, honestly, some people just have no filter. I've had quite a few employees that kept asking about bonuses, asking my bonuses and I was going to do it anyway, but I, I mean, word of, word of advice, don't ask your boss about a bonus, please don't. Cause if anything, it makes you like look for reasons to not give a bonus. You kind of, you know, take it, take it as it comes. Don't sit over here asking for it and ask when it's going to be due. And then, I mean, one of my guys even had the balls of asking me how much is it going to be for so he could plan accordingly. Like, seriously, 
seriously? <laughs> Come on. You're already getting something. You're getting a bonus. Like no matter what it is, a gift's a gift. Not everybody does that. A lot of companies don't give anything or they just like take you out. We had a holiday party and we ended up giving bonuses. But I, I don't know. I think sometimes people take it a little bit too far. Like appreciate what you get because you're usually, we, I think we gave more than what most people would. I know a lot of people that don't get much. Like my dad would get like a 10 or $20 gift card to Jewel Osco and he's been at, at his company for 30 years. Uh, they don't do no holiday party. You know, I did a holiday party and we did Christmas, you know, not Christmas, ho holiday. Sorry. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to offend anyone. I didn't. Holiday bonuses. So, I mean, seriously, I appreciate what you get. <laughs> don't ask for more. But it's also a thin line. Like, do you get it to your employees? You know, yes and no. I know some people that do give holiday bonuses. Some don't or gifts to their employees. I think it's nice. I think it's very nice. When, when I was part of uh, my accounting firm, I, we didn't get any uh, monetary bonus, I don't believe. No, we didn't. It, we got like a monetary bonus upon evaluations um, and promotions, things like that, but not like during the holidays. We did get gifts. Um, this is actually a good story. I remember my first year, I got like an umbrella. My second year, I got like chocolate-covered almonds. And then the third year, we got nothing. It was such a slap in the face. <laughs> I don't know. I think as you come to expect it, like if you do it, don't just stop. Or at least go and explain like, hey, we're making less money this year. We sucked, so we're not going to give you any gifts. But I mean, the chocolate-covered almonds, like how much could have that been? Like. If you buy, buy it in bulk, maybe five bucks a pop per employee, maybe 10 like tops. I mean, it's not going to make the break, make, you know, or break the company, especially when it's a multi, you know, hundred a million dollar, you know, almost like a, over billions of dollars in revenue, I think a year, like, yeah, no, like, no, if you, if you give something small like that, you don't, you know, come on, like, don't just stop that. I don't know. I, I, that's how I feel when I was unemployed. That's why I gave something to my employees because I knew, I knew that feeling. And I think I was very generous. I could have just gave like a box of candy. I was very generous. So I'm gonna, you know, I'll see how it goes going forward. Like I love the team. I love the guys that we have. Um, you know, through the good and bad times. But I, you know, I I want to keep them. And I think when you want to retain someone, you 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 treat them well. You treat them that you you know show them that you care. Moving on. Um, what do you get a child? This is point number three. What do you get a child that has everything possible? Literally everything. So I got the situation with my godson. And I'm sure a lot of you have this with some cousin or nephew or something, someone. They seriously have everything. They have more stuff at eight years old than you had in your last, you know, by the time you were 20, like everything they pop, they pop out of iPhones nowadays. Like, don't they come out of the womb, you know, the mother's womb with an iPhone now, I feel like, right. Or at least after a few, few, few months. I mean, it's insane. Like I could not find anything. I was looking, I had to do Google searches. I was like, you know, puzzles, books, got them, got them. 
I, I can't even buy like a bicycle or like a toy car because dude's got like um, a motorized bicycle already, like a freaking motorbike. He has like every sports toy, every Lego collection, every video game possible. I mean, there, there is like nothing. I, I was so dumbfounded. So what I did is I ended up buying like an experience. So I'm going to take him to GameWorks and just spend, you know, half a day or a full day, however long, however much time he's got to spend that with him. And I thought that'd be a lot more memorable because I remember like being a child, I think it was more the experiences like going somewhere with someone or like having like my, my uncle take me somewhere. Like I, like the one or two times that happened in my life. I like remember those moments. Not to sound depressing, but yes, it didn't happen often. So maybe, uh, maybe that's how I look at it. Um, I think there's, I think experiences go a long way, but it just could be the millennial in me. I mean, what the hell do I know? Number four, once you get your mother-in-law, that is, that is a good one or your father-in-law or whatever, but that's something I experienced. Uh, I've, I've had to make a decision on. So what, that's also a tough one. Cause like, you don't want to fund them, you know, you, I think everybody's a little different. So I just, I went ahead and bought like an experience that we could all do together. So my fiance and her mother, I think it's kind of the easy route, but at the same time, you're all spending time together. And I think it just means a lot more than, than some tangible goods. I mean, that's, that's the way I look at it. Um, I, I feel like it'll be a good way to connect more, you know, it's not always the easiest thing to connect with your mother-in-law and your father-in-law so, or whoever you have. But, you know, I think moments when you could all do things together do go a long way. Tip uh, number five, point number five, where to get your significant other. That is also a tough one because do you know them very well or do you not? Or do you feel like they already have everything possible? Um, do you want to use this as a, as a moment to be able to buy something for the both of you to, to do that you kind of like as well. I mean, that's what we did. We essentially, we were out in New York and we bought an experience, which was going to see Phantom of the Opera at, at Broadway in New York. And that was pretty badass. It was by far probably, it was the best play I think I ever seen. It was that or Book of Mormon. Um, I, I don't know, but both were very good, but that was, that was fun. We just chose, you know, we're like, Hey, Let's not do some damn $50 limit, $100 limit. Let's just buy each other, like go to something we both want to go. You know, our vacation was our present to each other. And I think, I think it's all about communication at the end of the day. You know, I, I don't know, depending like, you know, where you are monetary, you know, money wise, your situation and stuff. But for us, it just made much more sense. We're already there. We're already spending money. Like, why can't this be our gift? And, and it's all about communication, as I just said. If, if both of you can communicate and agree on that power to you. And I think that's a win-win win-win point. Number six, <clears throat> are gifts even required anymore? Um, these are not in any particular order. It's just my thoughts on gift giving and, you know, with family, friends and business related are gifts required anymore, you know, is, are they becoming taboo? Right. Cause people, especially like the company I run hodgepodge, you know, we're all about downsizing, uh, repurposing, reusing things. Um, are gifts just causing more stress in the world, more pressure on people? Are they going to end up in the landfill eventually? Does they're replacing other items that are going to end up in the landfill and just causing more waste and waste and waste. You know, is it, is it better to just 
do things together um, versus just tangible gifts versus showing, showing love and care for someone by buying them something, um, you know, is our gifts really required? Like do, I, I don't know. I, I, I fall, I fall on both sides of the spectrum here. I say, yes, like it's nice to give something or just to show like a thank you. But it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I think these expectations we set for ourselves, you know, setting these crazy limits, um, I, I don't, I don't fully agree with it. Like, I think, I think honestly, you could buy something for someone for five, ten bucks. I mean, more just like even sending a letter, doing something personable, taking them somewhere, going somewhere. I think that goes a lot, a lot more. I think as I'm getting older and as the millennial in me has taken over. I think I'm just fully embracing that role. Like I'm a millennial. I accept it. I accept it. We're, we're, we're pretty fucked up. I accept it. But um, I, I, for me, that goes, that goes more, you know, like showing that you care, showing that there's a connection there, that you're willing to do something for someone it means a lot more than just, you know, oh, hey, here's that $100 gift card to jewel asco or whatever ulta or express like hey man i got money i bought you a gift enjoy it like i don't know it's something about tangible things i it's not cutting it for me like if i really need something i'm gonna get it for myself but i feel like i already have like everything i need i don't know maybe it's just like a midlife crisis i'm going through but <laughs> on to the next point <laughs> Number seven, do digital gifts suffice? That's an interesting one because that's, you know, it's a newer one. We, I mean, it's been around for a few years now, but, you know, you could just send like a digital gift card now, like send an uh, Amazon gift card through your email, you know, send tickets through the email. Um, does that suffice? Like, would you be satisfied with getting something like that? Um, honestly, yeah. Like if someone, someone to me is like a thank you for something like, Hey, here's 10 bucks. Like, thank you so much. Like it doesn't even have to be money. Like I think digital things are totally cool too. I, I, I would prefer postcards, written things. Anytime anyone ever writes anything, a letter, a postcard, something personable, I think it's, you know, like I rather get a real letter or a real card or something that was had and written than getting like, a five or ten dollar gift card digi digitally, which required one twentieth of the effort. You know, like way less effort to just click buy, buy, send, versus like getting a card, writing something out, putting your signature on it, getting a stamp, actually mailing it. It's a lot more work. I think it means a lot more. Or like taking someone somewhere, like hey, I'm gonna take you out. You know, let's go get dinner. I, I just I think that goes such a such a longer way, and it just helps with the connection more you know the one thing that we are losing right now with this digital age and virtual reality age and iphone age because we can't go anywhere without this damn thing yeah it's actually sitting here next to me while i'm conducting while i'm making this awesome rant so there there you go that's what's wrong with this world <laughs> i do love the iphone though ah such an iphone fan but I think it's killing us slowly. It really is. Tip or point number eight. Do experiences matter more this day and age, especially with millennials? I kind of touched on this um, throughout this whole, my little overview of gift giving. And 
I personally, it's my own, my own, my own opinion, but I think it matters more. I think experiences going out, you know, connecting with people just cause we don't do it as much anymore. Cause now it's just about like games and you know, what you can do on your iPhone and what new gadgets you have, like iPad, you know, and whatever, you name it. It's, it's just such a world that we live in now that I think it goes, it goes a lot more to do something with people. And I don't know. I, I think, I think that's just the way I'm changing, but I th- I feel like a lot of other people are too. A lot of other people are too. Like, how much does it matter to you if your jeans are jeans for 50 bucks, but they're the most comfortable, greatest pair you ever wore, or they're $350 jeans because they got some tag on them that represents someone or something in France or Italy that was a designer on the jeans that were still at the end of the day made in China by possibly the exact same manufacturer to major $50 jeans. Like how, how does that define us in happiness? I don't know. It's something to think about though. Point number nine. What if you are broke? All right. Like straight up. That's why you have to communicate and set limits. Like, you know, I'm, I'm not exactly killing it right now financially. You know, like I'm not a business is, you know, only near three of hodgepodge and um, podcasting is slowly, you know, getting, getting some advertisers, but I'm not exactly killing it. So what you do is communicate that you set limits and you do a firm stance. You know, I, I told my sister, like, we'll just do like 20 bucks each this year. Like, I know you want to give something and whatever with my fiance, we agreed to give the gift of getting the tickets of a show we were going to go to anyways. You know, we, I, uh, we combined an experience with us doing something like for, for my mother-in-law, for example, we're going to go to, to a, a, to a play together. Um, hopefully she didn't, she hopefully she doesn't hear anything. <laughs> uh, so like it's uh, for me, uh, I think communication just goes, goes a long way. And if you, you know, if you are struggling, just, just make it known like shit. You know, you don't have to break the bank this time of year and make this it's just such a stressful moment where where it shouldn't be. At the end of the day, it should be about the family time, about getting together and connecting and collaborating and and just having fun, smiling, laughing. I, I really think that's that's what goes the longest way right now. And point number ten, how do you stay organized? All this shit has got you going crazy now, you know, say you like, you know, you are part of a bigger family, you got some workers, you got, for example, for me, um, you know, I, I send thank yous to people that refer us clients. Thank you for, uh, to, you know, post uh, podcast guests and stuff. And we're just like, you know, anytime anyone ever does anything, I like to send thank you. So I do have quite a few um, you know, people that I send things to and, and talk to just because for me, it's not like about how much money I put into it. I really don't. Cause I, I, like I said, like financially, I'm not killing it right now, but it's about the message. It's about the effort. And I think that goes, that goes the longest way. And I, I keep a spreadsheet. I just do a simple Google docs spreadsheets. You know, I list out everybody, their addresses, their names, when I'm sending them. Um, I don't do it for like the personal I don't do it for everyone because like, you know, I'm not going to list out like, oh, hey, me and my fiance got us this, like got each other this. No, like I don't do it for like the easy things. But when I have like a list of people and stuff, I like to keep track and see how much money I spent on it. 
And when I go buy whatever I'm going to buy, um, it's an easy way to kind of just keep track of it all. So that's kind of what I do. I mean, do you have to do it? No. If you're got get, you know, you're getting something for like two, three people. No. But if you um, are running, for example, a business and you are maybe getting like, for example, with my, you know, holiday bonuses to my employees, I listed them all out, you know, why I think they should get this amount, um, put the amounts there. Um, so I got our totals and everything. So it just kind of makes sense. You know, if you, if you're dealing with a lot more people, it makes sense. You want to stay organized and, and it's a good technique. It's a good little practice habit to get into because at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's funny. It's going to cost you something. You want to make sure um, it's being put to good use and that you are able to track it, especially if you have to write it off. The CPA in me is coming out. All right. Well, happy holidays, everybody. I hope you're uh, finishing off the year strong, ready for this new year of 2020. What a cold number. Lots going to be happening this year, including, uh, including me getting hitched, hitched away. Um, but yeah, uh, lots going on. It's, a, it's an exciting time. Hope you got to spend it. Hope you are spending it with family and friends. And, and um, yeah, lastly, if you're listening on uh, iTunes, please, please leave us some reviews. It means a lot, especially uh, our podcast that's been really kicking ass because of all you. I just, you know, in order to get even more recognition, we need reviews. Reviews really matter. So um, anything you can leave on iTunes just means so much to us. You know, click on our podcast, scroll to the bottom. You got the stars there. It says, write a review. Click that little bad boy. Write something up for us. Um, happy holidays. Happy New Year. Talk to you soon. Peace. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>